Hi, my name is Stuart Hardy of Not Your Mother's Podcast, which you probably have gathered by now, at least the podcast part. We have a podcast that talks a lot about religion and uh, doesn't always say nice things about religion, but that's not where we're going today. I'm, this isn't a full episode. As you can see, this is a short video. This is something that I'm putting out to try to help those of us that are looking at the holiday season maybe with a little angst, with a little dread, with a little, man, I don't know how this is going to go. And it's not because we don't love our family and it's not because in many cases that we don't appreciate some sort of worship or church. But we're looking at it and we're realizing I'm going to do the same thing I've done the last several years. Or maybe it's the first time for us. We've been estranged from religion for some time. And we realize that now we're going to uh, a candlelight Christmas Eve service. Or we're going to spend Thanksgiving with some relatives who we love, but who have very specific uh, religious beliefs that we don't necessarily agree with. And we all know how that goes, whether it's from Christmas or, or holiday movies to memes, we all know that there can always be dysfunction in a family when you have different religions represented at the dinner table. And so I'm going to be very brief, but I want to give you a little bit of background on myself because I do feel like I am somewhat qualified to speak on this. I was born and raised in religion in a very small sect of Christianity, but Christianity nevertheless. I went to Bible college. I graduated. I worked as an assistant pastor for a couple of years. Not bragging here at all. Just letting you know, I have a little bit of experience when it comes to church. Something happened this morning. Went to a church service. I just went to go. There was a specific church that I wanted to check out. So I went to that church and I had such a good experience. Believe it or not, nothing against churches, nothing against religion. I'm just saying, if you know me, you don't put Stuart or Not Your Mother's Podcast and attending church together. It's just a rarity. But I realized when I left the church that the experience I had and again, it's nothing against this church, and I'm not going to name them at all, but the reason I had a good experience was how I was able to frame my experience as opposed to letting the experience affect me. What I was motivated to do after I attended this church, this was the first time I had gone to this church, and it was very what we would call maybe ecumenical. You know, there was a lot of, uh, there was drums, and there was a lot of uh, praise and worship at the beginning, and there was lights and smoke, and I enjoy all of that, even in church. But what I was motivated to do when I left that church, church, I went to another church that I had gone to several times, and that church holds a lot of trauma for me. I didn't go to the service, to be fair. I don't think they would let me. <laughs> However, I went to that church, and I just drove around. To be fair, it took me about five times back and forth down the road to actually pull in the parking lot, but I wanted to test something out, and I wanted to see what kind of power this church still held over me, because for a very long time, it was very traumatic for me to even get close to the church's campus. No trauma smooth. Now, again, I didn't go in. I don't think I'm allowed. But what I realized, this is something that I learned from a good friend of the podcast and a friend of mine, Mr. Josh Owens, was that in the first service that I went to, of course, they used the Bible. I think it was the New King James Version. And I found myself, as many of you will, when they use familiar passages, just repeating right along with them. We already know the words. We memorize them. So again, getting back to what I was wanting to talk about, going to church. When I was there, of course, they used the Bible to, you know what they used the Bible for, and it's nothing against them, but something that if you have the time, you can go back and watch one of our live episodes with Josh Owens, who has his own podcast, Good Humans, which I highly recommend, but he talks about the Bible in very simple terms, and instead of, here's the problem that we have, we've been beat over the head, no pun intended there, with Bible verse after Bible verse, with 
precept after precept that is pulled from the teachings from Old Testament, from New Testament, from wherever. And we've gotten so accustomed to when we walk into a church, here we go. They're just going to beat me over the head with the Bible. And guess what? For the holiday season, for what's coming up for some of us, that's probably the case. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. But, but, wait, 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 don't leave me. The reason I put a but in there, the reason I'm excited right now, the reason I want to tell you all of this is because when you can frame the Bible as a book, I'm not trying to say anything against the Bible. I'm not trying to say it's not true. I'm not trying to say it's not right. But it is a book. And in some cases, we might be able to say it's just a book, if I can take it that far. When you look at the Bible as a book full of stories, not saying they're true or untrue, just saying, when you look at the Bible, this is just a book, and anything that someone is using from that book to make me feel bad about myself, I understand the concept of sin. I understand the concept of crime. I understand the concept of doing right, and I can do all of that sans the Bible, believe it or not. Again, I'm not speaking against the Bible. I'm not speaking against morality in any way. I'm a huge fan of it, of morality, and the Bible in some ways. However, if you can take a moment and separate yourself, as the preacher's preaching from the King James Bible, I have one right here, as the preacher's preaching from this book, if they are preaching from what we often refer to as the Word of God, the divine inspired Word of God, if they're preaching from that, and they're, again, we've misconstrued the term conviction for too long, it's just guilt. It's not a thing. A lot of us are dreading hearing from, from this book. A lot of us are dreading hearing from the Bible this holiday season. Don't dread it. It's just a book. And you may, you may have your own idea about the Bible. You may have your own uh, study system that you use. You may be reading the Bible daily. But you're still, you still have some trepidation about the holidays. Because why? Because you know you're going to get beat over the head with the Bible. Don't. I, I, I know, what do they say? Like, oh, I have anxiety. Well, just don't have it. Don't worry. And then you, I'm not trying to say, oh, just don't worry about it. But find a way to pull yourself out of that situation. You know you're walking into a situation where you're going to be beat over the head with the Bible. I'm not mad at people for doing that. It's all they know. It's what they think they're supposed to do. And if I could help them to see that they don't have to do that, I would. But I can't. And most of the Christmas sermons are going to have the plan of salvation, are going to use the Bible. You've got a bunch of people at that church that don't normally go, and so now we got to give them the gospel. Understand that, that that's a big one. Whether you believe in salvation or not, you've already crossed that bridge. Most of the people that watch this video have already crossed that bridge. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the message of the podcast, we'll explain it to you. You don't have to dread that, right? You don't have to dread Romans Road. You don't have to dread the plan of salvation. You don't have to dread feeling bad for any of that. But there will be some conviction, guilt that's sent your way in regards to sinning. Or like I went, I haven't gone to this church ever before, the one I went to this morning, and I, they don't know me from Adam, and there's, there's probably three or 400 people there. Guess what the sermon was on? The prodigal son. <laughs> I haven't been to church in forever. I don't consistently go to church. That is a sermon that should absolutely have gotten me fired up, have gotten me, you know, triggered, traumatized, whatever. And I'm not saying I'm special because it didn't happen. I'm saying you can do this too. You can go into a church service if you can just look at the Bible and say, okay, that's there's good stuff in there, there's helpful stuff in there, I enjoy hearing it, or maybe I don't enjoy hearing it, but it is just a book, and you're not going to beat me over the head with it. You don't have to stand up and tell the senior pastor that, okay? I don't think that's going to help you get along with the family members that got you to come to that church, but keep that in your mind. I also talked to someone that I revere greatly, someone that I will always look up to until the day I or he passes. I talked to my dad this morning. 
My dad was saved in a Free Will Baptist Church in Newport News, Virginia, and he heard Jack Hiles preach. He went to Hiles Anderson College. He met my mother. They had me, and my dad, ever since he went to Hiles Anderson College and, and before, was doing ministry work. But when he left Hiles Anderson College, he has since then either been a pastor, assistant pastor, or school principal in a Christian-centered church since 1986, I think. I haven't done the math on all of that, but... I talked to my dad about this today. I said, hey, Pops, what, what do you think? What should, what's something that you as a pastor, you still a pastor, what is something that you would say that would help people? You know, what, what can you say that can help people this holiday season? And he said, I would tell people to unbuckle the seatbelt. I like the imagery there because how I feel when he says it is, okay, I can relax. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna get through this. You got through it before. In many cases, you've gotten through it before. But again, I understand the trauma that comes and the stress that comes this holiday season with, here we go again. So when he said, unbuckle your seatbelt, that doesn't mean that you've got to be open to every single thing that's preached. You don't need to. You don't need to. What helped me this morning, helped me, and this is coming to you, not from someone who's special or important. This is just coming to you from someone who has had the experience working in a church as a youth minister, working as a music pastor, preaching on Sunday morning. This is not against pastors. This is not against anyone that's doing ministry and trying to help other people. This is just to help those of us that are looking at the holiday season and thinking, man, I don't know how I can do this again. You can. Here's why. I know it's more than this to a lot of people. And I understand that. But when you go to church, that is a show. Just sit with that for a second. Take a sec. I know some of you are mad at me. It's not a show I believe. I'm not saying that the pastor, the assistant pastor, youth pastor, whoever is speaking, the, the, the people that are singing, I'm not saying they don't believe what they're singing. I'm not saying he or she doesn't believe what they are preaching. I'm not saying that at all, but it's still a show. And I don't care if you're going to a church that has a, a congregation of 10,000 or 10, it's still a show in one way or another. They're trying to get your attention. They're trying to get you to laugh, aren't they? I hope. <laughs> They're trying to entertain you with music. They're trying to get you to sing along. The pastor of the church that I was at this morning was trying to get us to repeat words with him. It's a show. And that's okay. I'm not that there's nothing wrong with me saying that. I know some people will be upset by that, but it's okay. So if you can look at it, I know this is gonna sound weird. Bear with me. I just think it's a thing. If you can turn this out in your brain, I think it'll work. If you can look at it like you're watching something on Netflix, you are going to a play, you're going to a concert. I know it's not the same, I know. But listen, if you can frame it in that way of, oh, this is a show. It's a pretty cool show. Like the guy said some things that make me laugh. And he said some stuff that made sense. And in a lot of cases, especially around Christmas, um, you're going to hear things that in a church service that are nice and kind. And that makes sense. And I'm not, I'm not chewing anyone out. I'm not chewing the pastor out. I'm not chewing out those of us that are going to sit in the pews and feel like we're going to dread this experience. All I'm saying is, it's a show. Let it be a show. Let them do their show for you. And this goes for not just the service, but the dinner table too. If you're dealing with that, that uncle, that parent that just wants to hammer away at the gospel or your lack of whatever they want you to be, I'm not saying just deal with it, move on. I, I would never say that, and I hope this doesn't come across that way. But let that be their show. They're in your house, or you're in their house, wherever you're at, they're having their show. Cool, cool show. The two things that I wanted to bring to us today. The first one is, the Bible is a book. 
And, and honestly, the majority of what I have to say or what I've said right now that I, I hope will help you is let it be. And that doesn't, again, letting it be doesn't mean that you are um, complicit. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily okay with what's being said or done. And I'm not at all saying if someone's being unkind to you in any way that it may not be time to stand up and walk out of church or that dinner or wherever it is. Please don't think that I'm advocating for you sitting through any kind of a beating. But a lot of times we just want to make our family members happy. And that's why we're doing this. And I get it. And I want you to get it on a, on a level where you understand hey, it's just a show, it's just a book. Let it be that. And I understand there are going to be people that are upset at me for calling the Bible just a book and their church service just a show. I get it. I know why you're angry. And it's justifiable. I really think it is. But I'm not necessarily talking to the people that are preaching and are putting on the Christmas cantata. I'm just talking to those of us that are looking at the holidays thinking, here we go again. I love you. Take a deep breath. You're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. Please, whether you take what I said and use it, or whether it kind of prompts you to think of some other way to frame your holiday experience, please take a minute to step back from the congregational singing, to step back from Grandpa Joe or Uncle Bob or Mom or Dad's condemnation of your lifestyle. Please take a minute to step back. Think about it's just a show. Or it's just a book. It's just an experience. It's just something. And I know in some cases we just gotta, as they say in MMA, you gotta or boxing either. You gotta bite down on the mouth guard and get through it. Maybe that's what this is for you. And I, I get it if that's the case. And I'm sorry. And I hope things get better. But if you could take a few minutes to just step back and say, okay, it's just a show. It's just a book. I'm gonna get through this. And maybe I'll learn something. Or maybe I'll be helped in some strange way, one way or another. But that's all I want to say about Christmas, about the holidays, about Thanksgiving, about all of it. As we head into this holiday season coming up soon, if you know me, you know I love Christmas. I'm a big fan. But the truth is, it is a very traumatic time for a lot of people because we're being rejoined with a lot of toxicity in some cases or just trauma that's going to flare back up because of the church service, because of the Bible, because of relatives who are just hell-bent, and that is not a curse word, uh, on getting us to see things their way. And by the way, another thing that my dad said when I was talking to him earlier, you have your own freedom. Worst case scenario, getting up and walking out. Yeah, you may, <laughs> you may get unfriended uh, on Facebook by a few people, but you still have the freedom. Keeping that in your mind and understanding that you have whatever freedom you need, just even visualizing getting up and walking out, even though you don't do it, can be very powerful. And it may not be getting up and walking out. It may be something else. I know, I'm getting woo-woo here, right? But using the power of visualization can absolutely make a difference for you. Whatever it may be, getting up and walking out, uh, and again, nothing violent, but maybe telling someone off or whatever it may be. Using that and letting that play in your head can definitely be helpful as well. Just go, take your seatbelt off, let all the air out, and sit there. And you don't have to make a face, you don't have to be mean, you don't have to be angry. You can just sit there and whether you enjoy the service or not. And again, I'm not telling you this is anything you have to do. It just happened to me this morning. Finding a way, whether it's the two things I told you, or something you come up with on your own, because most likely you're probably coming up with some ideas of your own that have nothing to do with the Bible is just a book, or the church service you're going to is just a show and the Bible is just a book. That may not be enough for you, or might, that may not even be the way you want to frame it. But I hope that this kind of inspired you to get your own wheels moving and get your own brain turning on some things 
and realizing, okay, what if I frame it this way? Or what if I look at it like that? Yeah, I can deal with that. I can handle that. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great Christmas. Happy holidays. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Thanksgiving. And I know I missed probably 300 other holidays that are coming up before uh, the end of the year. But I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen or to watch this. If you have feedback, I'd love to hear it. Feel free to drop us a comment. I hope that this was able to be able, a smidgen of help coming into this holiday season. I think everyone should be able to fully enjoy the holiday season. And I hate that for some of us, there's some trepidation when it comes to the holidays. But I hope you have a great holiday season. And I hope in some small way, this help. And thank you very much for watching this mini-sode of Not Your Mother's Podcast.